0: Good morning and welcome. Happy Hump Day, Patriot Radio News Hour, live on this Wednesday, July the 12th. Yesterday was the 11th. Eric's birthday was yesterday. Today is the 12th. Happy Wednesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800 951 592 uh, Arlene is in today. Matter of fact, she's already on the phone uh, taking orders. What a difference a day makes. Uh, another move here to the positive direction heading north. Gold and silver both higher today as Janet Yellen surprised everybody. Well, not quite everybody. As she is testifying in front of Congress about where rates are going and where. Well, where the economy is heading, and is she or is she not going to seek a second term? We've got all of that for you and much, much more. Uh, But don't forget, go out to the website at allamericangold.com. Make it part of your favorites. the news to disturb the comfortable, or, well, you know, if you're already comfortable, then maybe it'll disturb you either way at allamericangold.com. Make sure you read that blog every week. I'm going to have a new article up there uh, spending a little more in-depth time. Uh, This was talking about the debt and the reason uh, that I wrote it is because nobody's been talking about it as it's been really skyrocketing. And and one of the questions, I was hoping it was going to happen. I wasn't sure if it was, uh, but one of the questions uh, addressed to Janet Yellen had to do with the debt. We'll talk about what her answer was. And then we have news, uh, unfortunate, well, I guess, I don't know, unfortunate, unfortunate, or, or what have you. Wholesale inventories are way up in the month. This was, I believe, was a May number, may have been a June number. Uh, unsold automobiles, of course, we've been talking about that as well as you know, what's been happening in another store closing, Jimbury. Uh You may may remember that was the child's retailer. Uh, they filed for bankruptcy protection, I think it was last week or the week before, but they didn't say how many stores they were going to close. To uh, Last night they did 350 uh, locations will start liquidation sales, I guess, effective immediately, but just to add that, to the list, and we're just—you know—unfortunately, uh, I think we're going to be talking about this for quite a quite a while. I don't know if you—I didn't know—you know, my wife is the shopper, <laughs> and I laugh because, right, most of the guys—I do my wife's the shopper too. Uh, but sometimes it goes the other way. But my wife's the shopper, and. Yesterday, and I don't know all the details, but but yesterday was some big Amazon day. Arlene, do you know about this? No, Arlene doesn't know either. See, me and Arlene are a lot alike. That's why I love having her here. And she's way nicer than me Aunt, or Wendy. Not that me and Wendy are mean, but she's just nicer. But they had some, I, I guess, I don't know, kind of like Christmas in July, but it's an Amazon thing. Uh, broke all kinds of records. I guess more people were shopping online at Amazon than ever before, and which is great. If you're Amazon, not so great. If you're anybody else, and and I think we're going to continue. I don't know what they're going to do with all these places. You know, I know that the uh, the the Kmart down off of uh, the 17 is getting ready to close. and I mean, that thing's probably going to sit empty for a while. I mean, it's already borderline a homeless shelter as it is. Maybe that's what they should turn it into. Maybe that's what we could do with them all. I don't know, but uh, uh, Jim Berea was out today saying 350 more locations are are going to be closed. And just add that to the list. The last people I, don't know whoever, I wonder who's going to be the last one at the mall. You know, who's going to be like the very last retailer there? I, I, I Maybe we should put that out there. We should do a Facebook poll or something like that. Uh, I'll check into that. Nonetheless, uh, wholesale inventories rose by the largest amount since November of last year. Which would have been pretty good news. If it was for the right reasons, unfortunately, the reason was because <laughs> they said, "Hey, our sales <laughs> fell by even more." Uh, the leading the leading cause, though, was the the, the continued pileup of unsold automobiles. Uh, we'll have to sit there and watch. And of course, you know, like we said, we keep talking about it. Eventually, you know, we've kind of run into this horrible problem where we brought these rates down so far. We, we've extended out these loan contracts. I don't know. Can we go farther? Maybe we can. And, and yet people still can't afford it because the price of these, it's unaffordable. Same thing, housing's got the same problem. Automobiles got the same problems, which is these ultra-low rates were great. But it pushed up the prices, which is what the Federal Reserve wanted. Unfortunately, no one can now afford them, and that is part of the problem. When we return, we're going to talk uh, about what it was that Janet Yellen said that got gold and silver on the move and what she talked about with the debt next. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Before I get to it, I got a bone to pick with all of you, and I know it gets hard. And we live in very interesting times, but one of the things that that you know, and we preach it here all the time. You need to continually. Just put it away. A little bit here, a little bit there, a little more here, a little more there. Because when you really look at the big picture, right, all the things that we talk about, they're all happening. And they can, they can, you know, have their little good times and pretend that it's not, but we know that it is. Janet Yellen knows it. Matter of fact, she reaffirmed it for me today. And we've had a. This has been a crazy year. This should be the busiest year in Patriot history. It should be. If you were smart, it would have been. And I shouldn't say. I don't want to say that you're dumb. But this is what they do, right? We we've got the new president. Uh, we got Trump in there, and, and, and a lot of you want to take a, a minute to catch your breath and wait and see, and we all want to believe. But you cannot have prosperity from a printing press. You just can't. You can't for a while. And that's what we have. And now we find out that the printing pro- press is running much faster than even we thought it was. And we've had great opportunities in both the gold and silver markets. I've talked about them at length. Prices we've never seen before. right? Premiums that have never, ever been in the industry. Right? You know, the opportunity to buy gold at the smallest markups over spot. Matter of fact, what was it? It couldn't have been, what, a week or two ago? We were at spot. But yesterday, I ran the special yesterday. It was a twenty dollar Liberty gold piece. And what I as I told you, five ugly piece dollars. And by ugly I mean they're toned. Right? They're 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 soiled. They're not bent. They don't have holes in them. Matter of fact, if they were cleaned up, some of them were probably pretty nice. And and I tried to my best to, to explain it to you. You can't buy. I can't even buy them at these prices. And that was yesterday. And you look at the markets today. Gold's up another what six at twelve hundred twenty-one. Silver's up eighteen cents at fifteen ninety-three. In this set, and you have to buy the set. The the piece dollars. There's five of them, and I explained to you yesterday that I can turn around right now and sell them back to the bullion bank and get fifteen dollars a piece. Which would mean if I was to buy them, they'd be a whole lot more than fifteen bucks and I put five of them in there at the $15 or 75 bucks, which meant the gold piece, the $20 gold piece, was $1,200. Again, I mean, spots 1221 Yesterday was 1215 I still have, you know, we had 55 of them from yesterday I, had, I still had, well, Arlene's selling one. We had a guy call right now. But I still got 49 left. We can't have that. It doesn't work that way. You need to take the time. And I know, you're right, you're, you're uncertain. Well, I don't know what gold or silver is going to do today. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. You're going to continue to put them away. We buy at all levels. That's the best way to do it. What really matters is how are you buying it, and really you're you're beginning an opportunity to get some gold and some silver, both at below my cost. That's an opportunity you can't let let pass by. So I'm going to do it again, you know, and I shouldn't, but I'm gonna. I want I want because I want you to take advantage of it. I mean, that's really simply put i want you to and listen this is what keeps me here so you got the twenty dollar gold piece and five ugly piece dollars all six coins they're twelve hundred and seventy five dollars which puts both of them below cost at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two now what got the market going today Remember when I told you, when they made this great, huge deal about the Federal Reserve reducing their balance sheet. And I told you then that Wall Street was viewing it wrong, that the Federal Reserve was just setting up to pivot. They were going to go under a policy change, and they just didn't want to come out and say it. This morning, Janet Yellen came out and said it. Uh, here's what she had to say. She said that the rate hikes are almost complete, which, again, I've been telling you all along, I don't know that we can get above two. We're at one now, talking about the Fed's funds rate. And they go, you know, they do a quarter of a point at a time, which means maybe there's four more hikes, Maybe. Janet Yellen said that the pace is going to become more gradual. Which means, hey, we're probably not going to be, you know, they've been raising, uh, you know, pretty much every uh, every meeting or every other meeting. Now she's saying, eh, it's probably going to be longer than that. And really getting in line with some of the Fed governors that have been coming out speaking as of late and concentrating more on this balance sheet issue, which like I told you, as it sits right now, would take them 45 years. (laughs) It's not much, but here was her concern. And this is the part that you need to really pay attention to. Because why is it that they're going to stop raising rates? And the answer really is simple, number one, there's no wage pressure. Right? There's a, they call it inflation. I'll just call it what they're really looking for. Is is, is there inflation for Wall Street? Because that's really what they care about. And the answer was not really. The other problem was economic growth. Already, uh, re- I don't know if you remember this, but I actually have written it down. I still have it here. The Atlanta Federal Reserve, who, in this just my opinion, they do the best job of tracking GDP. And they started out second quarter GDP when the Federal Reserve was telling you inflation was coming, economic growth picking up, and all that stuff. That second quarter GDP was going to be 4.3%. They're down to 2.7, and unfortunately, we still got a couple more weeks before the report comes out. It will probably be even lower than that. Now, that doesn't mean that the number is going to come in there. You know, as as remember, the uh, Atlanta Fed had first quarter GDP at less than one, and through uh, well, let's just say some generous adjustment right seasonal seasonal adjustments they've got it up to 1.4 but this has got them worried now and then they started to look by the way mortgage uh, mortgage applications came out today big drop and 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 really because rates have gotten even higher which makes these already overpriced homes even more expensive uh, by the way the 10-year note which we've been talking about was up almost to 24 all the way down to 2-3, getting ready to go back into the 2-2 two, two range. But that wasn't the big thing. I mean, that's what drove the markets today, right? The Dow rallied, the Dow's up 100 points, gold's rallying, silver's rallying. But that, for me, wasn't the big thing, because I, I, was, ex- I was expecting it. I wasn't, I will say this, she was probably even more dovish than I thought. Right? I thought she would at least try to pretend that uh, things were doing better, but she didn't. But what really caught my eye was what she had to say, uh, and it took a while because you know this is a dog and pony show, and all these all these people that are on the on the committee that she's testifying in front of get their time and ask these questions and and all of them have different things, like one of the guys on the committee's from Illinois, so he had a, a totally different thing that he wanted to ask, but one of them finally asked her, what can you tell us about what the Congressional Budget Office has to say about the deficit? And if you go out to our website, uh, at allamericangold.com I actually blogged about it and I'll try, you know what I'll try to do is I'll, I'll see if I can do it I'll try to add this link so you can read my blog and then I'll, uh, and then also uh, read uh, what Janet Yellen had to say and she was I'll, I will say this I don't like her I hope she steps down I hope she doesn't seek another term. I hope Donald Trump picks somebody else uh, because, like I said, she has no real-world experience. She's, She's lived her whole life inside of a textbook. But I will say this. She spoke very plainly about how she felt about it, and I'll just give you how it went down. The lawmakers asked her during her testimony hey, what about the trajectory of the debt? Janet Yellen urged Congress to take into account the latest growth trajectory of the federal deficit when making decisions about spending and taxation. Now, I don't know if that was a swipe at the proposed tax cuts from Donald Trump. I think all of us can surmised it was. Let me state this in the strongest possible terms that I agree that the U.S. federal deficit trends is unsustainable. And it will hurt productivity, it will hurt living standards of Americans. And of course, really, this is what we're, it's already doing that. Right that's the whole problem. This is why you prepare. Because it's already doing it. They they're sitting there and they're they're working on it and they're they're trying to to pretend that it's not happening. But this is how big the whole problem has got. According to the projections now, they say that in terms of gross domestic product the deficit levels will exceed 10% of gdp and of course remember last year's deficit was only you know 580 billion dollars this year's deficit's going to be north of 700 billion dollars and over the next and i you know and i keep talking about the next 10 years and we're going to see this huge growth on on the deficit side. No growth on GDP. And Janet Yellen today came out and said, "Yeah, I agree." Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values
1: and common sense for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Born a slave around this day, July 12 in 1864, George Washington Carver became a scientist of international renown. In 1921, Carver addressed the United States House Ways and Means Committee on behalf of the United Peanut Growers Association on the use of peanuts to improve Southern economy. Explaining the many products derived from the peanut, George Washington Carver stated If you go to the first chapter of Genesis, we can interpret very clearly, I think, what God intended when he said, Behold, I have given you every herb that bears seed. To you it shall be meat. This is what he means about it. It shall be meat. There is everything there to strengthen and nourish and keep the body alive and healthy. The chairman asked, Dr. Carver, how did you learn all of these things? Carver answered, from an old book, the Bible. The chairman inquired, does the Bible tell about peanuts? Dr. Carver wisely replied, no, sir. It tells about the God who made the peanut. I asked him to show me what to do with the peanut, and he did. Dr. Carver stands tall in our nation's history as a model of what men can achieve when they are unrestricted in pursuit of their God-given creativity. Phyllis Schlafly was a leading voice during her lifetime in defense of patents, intellectual property, and the freedom for inventors to invent. Just this spring, a host of inventors and patent defenders held an event honoring Phyllis's recognition and defense of the rights of intellectual property owners. Many of us don't often realize the fundamental freedom of intellectual property in the Constitution. The first and only use of the word right in the Constitution itself, not including the first ten amendments, comes in Article 1, Section 8. Congress shall have the power to promote the progress of science and useful arts by securing for limited times to authors and inventors the exclusive right to their respective writings and discoveries. On a day we remember the genius of George Washington Carver, let us also remember just how fundamental and precious our rights are to intellectual property and the freedom to create.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. For the U.S. economy to flourish, free enterprise needs to be rewarded. Competition and capitalism need to be encouraged. At PhyllisSchlafly.com, you'll find alerts and strategies for strengthening our economy and standing against socialism. That's PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. He was backwards, backwards. Use words like no, sir. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The best special, at least in my knowledge, for whatever that's worth. I can hardly remember what I ate for breakfast. Uh, But the U.S. $20 gold piece, the five-piece dollars, you get all six coins, all U.S. minted material. All of it was legal, lawful, constitutional tender before all of this craziness took over. It's $1,275. I'm taking off the limit. You can buy them all. If you want to buy all the ones that I have left, you can do it. I I put a limit on it yesterday because I really thought I'm in shock. I'm sitting here right now. Arlene's not on the phone. Uh, I don't understand. There's no reason for us to be here uh, if, if we can't make this happen. And what a great opportunity! You're talking about buying both products at below cost at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And you know, there's kind of this unwritten code of the Federal Reserve Chairman. Uh, we used to call it, remember Greenspan Glyphics because right, nobody could understand anything that he said. Right, you, you'd be out there, you'd have the dictionary and your thesaurus, and you and you still were like, what? Was that good or was that bad? You didn't know. Right now, Janet Yellen's not Alan Greenspan. Right, she she speaks, you know, a lot plainer than he does. But still, this was a you know breaking code for any Federal Reserve Chairman when she she just said, hey, let, let me be clear. Right? She didn't want there to be any confusion. What we are doing is going to lead us down the path of economic ruin, period. And I've been sitting here and talking to you all along. You cannot have economic prosperity from a printing press you cannot they wanted to believe that you could listen this was their whole mantra which was we're going to go into debt right this is what the central bank wanted this was why our founding fathers didn't want to put them in charge (laughs) it was pretty simple Hey, listen, we already know what happens. They just start printing money out of thin air, and eventually it goes kaput. You know, and they write all these books about it. I got a, what, Ken Rogoff book talking about how great fiat money is. Of course, at the end of every chapter as he was going through, all the way back to the Ming Dynasty, which they give credit to. Hey, that's the first dynasty. That was the first place. Existence? How did that end up? Oh, well, it went to, went to nothing. That's the great thing about gold and silver. It never goes to zero, right? And and it's not a promise to pay. It's not somebody else's debt. And even better, you don't have to water it. Right? You don't have to pay property taxes on it, right? You just put it away and forget about it. And then you hope like you know what, that you never have to to use it but unfortunately this is kind of where we're sitting today as we watch uh, as Janet Yellen came out she did two things number one she said hey we're, we're slowing down on the rate hike number two though she also said and by the way we're about done with rate hike because she knows what I've been telling you Hey, we can't go back to five, six, seven, eight percent. We can't because we can't service the debt at that level. Could you imagine if we had to pay five, six, seven, eight, heaven forbid, ten percent on a ten year note? Right, we're upset about two point three. Right, never again are you going to build up your nest egg and live off the interest. And 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 like I said, like I think two percent is probably the top, and it may not, and that may be too high. What I worry about, here's what I worry about though: I worry about when it goes above two percent, and not because they wanted it to, right? When it th- when it goes horribly wrong. And then she went a step further. So first she said, hey, by the way, we're going to really slow it down. And, oh, by the way, we're almost done. And then she went on to say, hey, we're going to focus on this balance sheet. And now I'm concerned about two things. Number one, we are going to keep our eye on inflation, but we think she kind of put that one to bed, right? They keep saying the second half, the second half, the second half not happening, right? So she kind of said, yeah, we think they're we were wrong on inflation. And I'll say that word, they were wrong. And she said, we're still gonna watch it, but we don't think it's gonna happen. We do think that eventually, somewhere, sometime, maybe it'll get back to 2%. Which also means, by the way, for all of you, 10,000 of you a day that sign up for social security, don't be looking for any big increases in your cost of living adjustment. And really, that's a really another way we save on the debt, really. Lie about the inflation rate so we can save some money. I mean, could you imagine what the deficit would be if they said inflation had been 5% a year for the last 10 years? And they had to give all the people on Social Security the 5% cost of living allowance versus, you know, let's face it, really pretty much zero that they've gotten over that time period and then she went on and again this is you know there was other questions involved one of the questions one of the guys asked for was hey what's going on in these boardrooms why are you still in the boardroom why are you still in the boardroom of all the major financial institutions and if you're in the boardroom and things go wrong are we going to have the ability legally to hold the federal reserve accountable the answer to that question, by the way, was no. <laughs> right? And why we're in there? We're in there to make sure that the banks aren't doing anything bad, right? You know, that's kind of the, uh, I don't, uh, uh, the, the word, that's, I'm surmising it for you. And we're there to make sure that they don't do anything bad, but if they do do something bad and it all goes wrong, you still can't do anything to us. And then another one asked about, hey, I'm hearing all these reports about you having, and not her personally, but the Fed governors, having closed-door meetings with the financial institutions and not releasing anything that's talked about to the public. What can you tell me about that? I'll tell you her answer when we get back. eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two maybe she is maybe she's done because she's starting to talk a lot like people talk about when they leave the Federal Reserve. So she we know what she said about rate hikes. Then her comments about inflation. Then she was talking about, you know, the Federal Reserve being in the boardroom of the banks, and then one of the uh, people wanted to, hey, here's my problem with that. You guys aren't held held accountable if it goes wrong again. But she agreed. Nope, we're not, but we're just, you know, we're trying to be helpful. Then another one asked about, hey, I'm getting these reports that you guys are having closed-door meetings with Wall Street. And you're providing Q and A questions and answers and what are you talking about? What are you telling them, right? Is there collusion going on? Obviously, was the question. And she flat out said, Hey, we we are well within our rights. We can do whatever we want. I mean she didn't say it like that. Because the 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 gale that asked the question was reciting out of the Federal Reserve's policy manual, I'm assuming that's what she was quoting, about, hey, we need to be open and we don't we frown upon this stuff and then Janet Yellen retorted with Well let me tell you another part of the book. <laughs> this part says, Listen, we'll do what we want. And if we need to get information and if we need to have closed door meetings, that's what we're gonna do. And then it went on to the issue of the budget. And Janet Yellen flat out said, Listen, listen it's not gonna work. Right? And I go back to to Alan Greenspan. Listen, they had a plan. They did. Right? And and I go back to you, you gotta understand this is nothing more than an experiment. In nineteen and it really started in earnest in nineteen seventy one. I've laid it out very plainly. And I don't care what you say. This is why it all started with the economic prosperity from a printing press. And you know what? It felt good at first. Right? It kind of likened it to you getting your first credit card. But yeah, it felt really good, didn't it? Went out there and you charged up something, right? Maybe it was a TV or or a, a crib or who knows what it was. Whatever it was. It felt good to have it. Of course, when the bill comes, it doesn't feel as good, does it? And of course, as the bills kept coming in, we just kept what we didn't, you know, make the minimum payment, right? This is the United States is just like a lot of the consumers; they're just making the minimum payments, and yet the credit card debt keeps exploding on them. And Janet Yellen said, "Well, you know what? It's going to lead to it's going to lead to lack of worker productivity, just what we have now." It's going to lead to very slow economic growth, kind of like, just like we have now. And and the realities are it's only going to get worse. And, and then they asked her about the middle class. Of course, if you've listened here, you, you, we already know, listen, it's shrinking. I don't want it to shrink. You don't want it to shrink, but it is. She said... Wages and jobs of middle-class families seem to be diminishing. Wages and jobs of middle-class families seem to be diminishing. Opportunities are less, and downward pressure on middle-class wages are occurring. We have taken into account factors of the technology, technological change that have eliminated middle class jobs, and globalization that has reinforced the impact of technology. That has to be an important piece to understand what has happened. In other words, hey, listen, it's not my yeah, I guess. It's happening. <laughs> Right? Okay, I'm going to admit it. I admit it. You got me. You got me on that one. Right? Yes, the middle class is shrinking. And yes, it's getting harder, right? I keep talking about all of us trying to run as hard as we can just to stay in place. But she wanted to make sure don't play me, Bob. That's not my fault. It's not the central bank's fault. No. What it is, is. The advancement and technology, oh, and that globalization thing. Yeah, that's it. It's those factors. Yellen acknowledged that it's possible that certain sectors, not all just certain ones, like retail, have eliminated jobs in order to bring greater returns to their investors. Of course they have. Right, we talk about that all the time. They do it now. Right? Nothing's changed. Right? We're looking forward, right? day hey, all right, we're not gonna go to Mexico. Trump got bad at that. We're gonna go to China instead. For many years, many American companies have been sitting on a lot of cash. This again is Janet Yellen and have been unwilling to undertake investment in the in the scale we would ideally like to see okay so we brought hey, we brought interest rates down to zero we gave these companies every opportunity to go out and spend big they just didn't do it something to think about Remember what she said about the debt, and now put that in there, and all of a sudden it all makes sense, right? It's not coming back. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment when we return. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number 800-9510592. The special to end all specials. A gold and silver combination... That puts it at below I can put it I can't replace it for what you're gonna be able to buy it for. And it's an opportunity, especially when you look at now with the comments from Janet Yellen, all of this nonsense about this great economic recovery and and I don't wanna say that it's not, you know, gonna get better, but it just doesn't look like it's gonna. Hey, we're about done. We're done. We're going to work on this balance sheet thing, and and it's not my fault. The debts are too high, right? That's killing us. Oh, by the way, technology and globalization, all of that stuff, that's killing us. The middle class is shrinking. and Somehow we all think it's going to be okay. It's just going to work out great. Don't let an opportunity like this pass you by. Take the time. Put them away. A U.S. $20 Liberty Gold piece. Five piece dollars. They're twelve hundred and seventy-five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five and nine two. If you want to put it on the plastic, Visa, Mastercard, American Express, Discover, uh, goes up twenty-five bucks. It'll be thirteen hundred bucks if you want to put it on the plastic. There's no limit. If you want to buy all that we have left, go for it. We had a limit on them yesterday. Uh, you didn't want to take advantage of it, so no limit today. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Golds up six twelve hundred and twenty one dollars. Silver's up eighteen cents, fifteen dollars and ninety two cents. Uh, the Dow's up a hundred points because they're excited, right? Rate hikes are done. Right? Janet Yellen said so. Unfortunately, that's maybe not the best news, but it's, I guess it beats the alternative. If we're not going to have GDP growth, then we probably shouldn't have rising interest rates to go along with it. And this is kind of the conundrum that the Federal Reserve is now facing. And here's what they know. And this is, and this is what I've been trying to tell you. The deficits really haven't started growing yet. I know, it's hard, right? It's like, hey, two years ago, it was only $438 billion. Now it's over $700 billion. And that's, course, right? That's not the whole number. But they haven't really kicked in. It all gets... 2018, it's worse. 2019, 2020, 2021, 22, 23, 24, See, I went to public school. I can actually count a little bit. But that's why you take the time, put it away... Uh, $20 Liberty and five peace dollars at $1,275. As uh, I'm just watching headlines of Janet Yellen as she continues uh, to testify in front of Congress today. Uh, She is surprised, she said, by the that her comments jolted the bond market. And this is what I'm saying. Either that's a flat-out lie. Right? Or or really, we need a new Fed chief. Of course she knew that was going to happen. She was obviously banking on that happening. Anyway, Payton Radio News Hour. We'll be back when our customers are back. Everyone take care. Have a great day.